Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Chris Eisen said this week that he thinks the NFL might be funding her trip from Japan back to the Super Bowl. She flies private giving, everywhere, though. I mean, she flies. They might be paying for the fuel, but she flies yes. private well, everywhere. I think they're paying for the fuel, and she, I think they're um, giving her a free suite. She flew, by the way. She probably needs to fly less. She flew a 13-minute flight, like from St. Louis, Illinois, to St. Louis, uh, Missouri. Why? Just to say she went from St. No, Louis to St. Louis. No, just because I think she just prefers to literally fly 13. You know how short of a flight 13 minutes is. You can't even hit cruising altitude. Anyway, neither here can't nor even there. Take a dump in 13 minutes. You might want to get that Especially on those planes. Mr. Mueller, that's not a long enough flight. No, that's I, a nightmare for me. By the way, is having on an to airplane? go to a, is having to go to the bathroom like that on one of those airplanes. Well, plus, plus, like especially if it's up in the front, and you're like walking through the crowd after they're oh, like, "All right, know. this dude was just in here for 20 <laughs> it's minutes." The reverse, <laughs> it's the reverse. It's the people are knocking. There's a right. line. Yeah. It's brutal. You're dude. in there probably sweating because the thing is like it's like a broom closet. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bad Cook spot. apparently got clapped out of the building yesterday. They're all doing the exact opposite. There are stairs. They're wondering. They're judging you. But no, I think I'm with Boomer. They are getting way more the NFL at large out of Taylor Swift than she is out of them. Like if they're paying for a suite, their return on investment is through the roof. All she would have to say is, guys, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it to the game. Mm-hmm. And they would move heaven and earth to get her there because of what? They move just move the game. What it brings. How many hours late will you be, Miss Swift? It's now Monday afternoon. By the way, Olivia Colpo, uh, we're selling her short. Miss USA and Miss Universe 2012. That's a great job by McCaffrey. Now, here's the question. There's so much we don't know about the universe. Presumptuous title, in my opinion. There could be a very beautiful woman on another planet that we'll never know about. She was a 20-year-old sophomore at Boston University when she won that award. Can you imagine being a sophomore at, at college and that's... Taking a run at her at a kegger? That girl's on your floor. And you're like, hey, you want to go out sometime? No, I'm busy with the Miss Universe pageant, uh, could you, you jackass. Ima- could you imagine some of the horny part-time producers at our station <laughs> in college? You know, your Austin Bechtolds, your Harry Callis. <laughs> Man, just all these... I wouldn't say Harry's in that same vein. Harry would be... No. Of Whoa, all the, hello, Miss Colpo. Of all the guys here, I think Harry would honestly go up and do the best just chatting with her. He'd yeah, like, he's hey, just how like you the, doing? the most... You think I've got what it takes to be Mr. Universe? He would say something funny like that, and she would laugh. Kale would go up to her and say something like, I'm just built different, and she'd karate (laughs) kick him in the throat. She'd prove so by knocking him out with one punch. No, can well, think about where she was at, Boston U. We laugh about our producers. I think your average 20-year-old at BU is way worse and way more annoying. They've got the accent. Now, do you you believe, speaking of the suites being so expensive, do you believe the story that Chad Johnson— the hotels. Wait, what's the thing about Ed McCaffrey? He couldn't, like, afford one? Chris, I don't think he wanted to spend a million dollars on a suite. I don't think that that's a matter of affording. That's just, like... So he was probably planning, like, I'll just sit out in, like, the, in the regular seats. Yeah, until she stepped up and got the suite for them. Okay, okay, fair enough. But Move on. Chad Johnson apparently is sleeping in his car. What? Because he's notoriously a cheapskate and oh, doesn't yeah, want to spend the money on hotel rooms in Vegas. 
Isn't his? Aren't we assuming though that even though he might be frugal like that, that his car is probably absurdly nice, or that he's doing it through some company that's like, well, you know, whatever. And Chad Johnson said that told Shannon Sharp that like, speaking of going to the bathroom, he just goes into Seven Eleven and won't buy anything and just goes to the bathroom. Bad and said, move. And said, "quote They can't refuse you <laughs> service there in that spot, which they absolutely they, can." Dude, go in there, buy like yeah, just buy one some. pack no of bathroom, gum. buy a pack of gum. I've only seen somebody have to do that once. It was my brother. I'm blowing up his spot. We are going to go play golf. And he knew we were on a stretch of road out in Butler County that had nothing for miles after. He just goes, you got to pull. It might have been a 7-Eleven. And, of course, that was the move, Donnie. Pack of gum. Yeah, I, I think you got to get something small. That's not even a fair trade for the convenience store if they have to go, like, in there and just do daily cleaning. You absolutely destroying that bathroom and all you buy is juicy fruit. You're not really... <laughs> It's just it, some, some poor high school kid working right. there. Apparently, Ocho saved, quote, 83% of his NFL salary. He, he also slept in the stadium. He and, also eats McDonald's for breakfast every day. He's a he, How does he not have an endorsement from them? How does he not have clogged arteries? How does he not have... Well, you saw that story. There's a guy who ate, like, one or two Big Macs a day, and that was, like, his main sustenance for years. Perfectly healthy. You think he's trying out the super Big Mac now? I met the guy from Super Size Me at the Detroit airport. That almost really? that I almost love, killed I love him. That documentary. That almost killed him. They yeah. said he did it for thirty days, and they said it almost killed him. Not the greatest endorsement for. Not <laughs> it, that anyone needed that. If, if the Chiefs win, Andy Reid joins Chuck Knoll, Bill Belichick, Steve Walsh, and Joe Gibbs as the only coaches with three Super Bowl wins. Where would you rank them among those guys? Chuck Knoll, Noll, Belichick, Walsh. Gibbs, read if they win. You know who I'm tempted to put first? Gibbs. Why? Because he did it with quarterbacks that weren't that great? One you, of have those to at least, you do have to at least consider it. I don't think you can dismiss that, that notion out of hand. Uh, I would probably go, and you know I'm, I, I am a staunch Brady made Belichick, not the other way around, but six is still six, so he's one. Noel is two. I'm going to put... Hmm. You know what? I'm going to go Walsh three. You still ended up with Gibbs last. I know. <laughs> I know. You know, I'm tempted to put one Gibbs. Well, you now know, I'm ranking him fifth behind everybody. <laughs> I know. No, I know. Well, here's why. Six is still mo way more than everybody else. Noel still has four. And Noel went back to back twice, which I saw Starkey writing about that and opining on it. And he's right. Going back to back is so difficult. And to do it twice in a six-year span is crazy. And then if you're going to say Reed is the best offensive mind going – where what is like the original tree that pretty much all great Walsh. offense springs from? It's Bill Walsh. So I have to put him above. I Reed. would put Reed fifth on that list. I would put, put Gibbs ahead of him. I would put Gibbs ahead of him. I would go Belichick, Noel, Walsh, Gibbs, Reed. Man, but Andy's Andy's work in Philly, though it never yielded a Super Bowl, I think is such a feather in his cap, man, that he that he did it and got to damn near the the top of the mountain with another team, and clearly a lesser quarterback than he's got now. But Noel took the laughingstock franchise and turned it into a dynasty. Belichick took the 199th pick in the draft and made it the longest-running dynasty in NFL history. Walsh took the 49ers, who were not a winning team, with Montana, who I think was a third-round pick, and turned them into a dynasty. And Gibbs did it with Theismann, who was an MVP, but Doug Williams and Mark, Mark Rippin. I mean, that's... So how far would Andy – so you're, it sounds like you're holding Mahomes against Reed a little bit A here. little bit, yeah. And, and for the purpose of that argument where I'm splitting hairs between those guys, yeah, I am.
I'd hold Belichick. I'd hold Brady, even though Belichick drafted him. You can also say he passed on him how many different times before he finally pulled the trigger. I'd hold Brady against Belichick more than Mahomes against Reed. There. Somebody te- uh, tweeted in a good question. If Watson wins, if the Chiefs win, and the kid from South Fayette, yeah, gets a ring, how many, how many people from Pittsburgh would have more Super Bowl rings than him? Like born and bred here? Yeah. That would be three. So Montana. He also played with legitimately two of the, maybe the two best quarterbacks to ever play. Uh, so I Montana will, I will has, say yes, so they are Mon- the two best. So Montana has four. So that's one. Is that it? From here. How many does Gronk have? Three just, at least. Just three, right? Well, wait. He's, but he's from Buffalo. He's not from here. True. Yeah, again, we're going back to that loophole. 14, 16, and uh, 18, but you're right. No, he won it in 20 with Brady. He was on the Brady team that won it in Tampa. Yeah, you're right. Four. I don't want to count him, though. No, I I agree, but if we're going to get real technical here, I'm blanking. Um, Who else is on there? What about how many did Ty Law get? Ty Law was on the 01 team. Was he on the 03 team? He was on the 03 team. He was on the 04 team. Good one, Donnie. So he would tie Ty Law. Man, why am I blanking on – aren't there more – Players from around here that have won a bunch? Revis, no. Uh, Covert won one with the Bears. I know, but we're in one, one. Tony Dorsett won only one with the Cowboys. How many? Well. Man, what rare? There's got to be more guys. Maybe someone will call in. So hold on. I've got to look this guy up. The late, uh, because he was only, I say this only, yeah, he would have won two. And he wasn't technically from here. He he just played for the Steelers. My buddy went to high school with his dad was Jack Delaplane, but he wasn't a Pittsburgh native. Right. Pottstown. It's time to talk to top Steelers insider from The Athletic, Mark Cabali, and he is brought to you by Archie's Famous Wings. Start your weekend off right with a trip to Archie's East Carson Street, Southside. Mark, what the heck's going on with the Steelers coaching staff? Mike Sullivan, Eddie Faulkner, and now this guy, Tom Arth. Hmm. Well, I think Eddie Faulkner's staying on to be the running back coach. I think Sullivan... They wanted to move on or at least switch his role a little bit here from being the quarterback coach because they wanted a guy like Art to come in, a guy that's worked pretty well with Herbert over the past couple of years, a little bit of a younger guy, a little bit of a guy that has more experience and more today's game. But they love Mike Sullivan, and what I'm under the impression of is they're just waiting to see uh, if he wants to come back or not, depending on the title they give him. I think uh, – senior offensive assistant is definitely in in the works here could be the the way to get him back but i would everybody i talk to assuming that sullivan will be back to run over i mean to, to be that type of a guy that makes sense i mean he's a guy that's been around the league 15 16 17 years or whatever he's been coaching all over the place have a little bit of a overseeing the entire scheme of things so uh i think that's what the way they're going there as for the receiver coach, guy that has once again younger, but not, but has a little bit more experience. Uh, Why not Hines? Some, well, I think Hines just didn't have the that type of experience of working with guys like Sutton, Sutton Judy, Sanders, Garrett Wilson in New York. So I think they wanted a little bit more of a guy who. Uh, has a little bit more experience of coaching receivers rather than a guy that's, you know, a guy that's been there and done that. I mean, that's going to be a tough, tough thing for him to do, though. To be honest with you, I mean, he has to come into a pretty uh, 
interesting wide receiver room and instantly earn respect from a couple of those guys and how that goes to determine how his future goes as Steve's receiver coach. Is he going to bring Mr. Big Chess back to the fold since he coached him at Central Michigan, Mark? Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen after. <laughs> I was being facetious for the record. I just wanted people to know that Mark, he did coach him. Mark, does your cable provider get CTESPN? No, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Fubo guy. I'm a, I'm a cord cutter. Okay. But, uh, you know, this Fubo, you know, I wish I could just pick and choose what I wanted to watch. I mean, because uh, I wouldn't have that right now if I could get – the Bucko games on. I think one of my neighbors basically one. does have that, and it seems marginally legal at best. Mark, how yeah, about yeah. Mark? How about last night with Watt? We've seen so many Steelers insiders lose their minds over it. I was doing some of that last night too, so I can't even <laughs> pretend like I wasn't. Let's hear your side of things. I'm not going to lose my mind. It's not like Miles Garrett's not a great player and didn't have a great year, but he did not have the statistics late in the year um, that that Watt did. And I mean, when you go what? A, qu- a third of the season without having a sack, that's pretty convincing to me. So why do you think but, Garrett won then? I, I think it's twofold. I think uh, the voters, whoever they are, you probably saw I had some questions about that last night yep. on that t- X machine. Um, you know, it's almost a lifetime achievement award for him. They like it. And I think part of it has to do with um, EJ's brother. I mean, you're getting tired. I mean, nothing against J.J. because he was one of the best players ever played this league. But he won three defensive players a year. T.J. won one. Probably should have won another. People might be getting Watt fatigued here a little bit, sort of like Steelers Hall of Fame fatigue. That's not the right way to approach a vote. But I think that has something to do with it. I mean, I really have an issue with the, the voting process. I think they – totally box out all the local guys, the guys that watch a ton of football. I mean, not only do I watch, I'm saying me, I'm talking about all of us, and every city that covers a team watches 20 different teams a year, or at least 17 different teams a year according to the preseason. And trust me, we watch Sunday night. We watch 1 o'clock games. We watch Monday night games. We talk to people. So I think that process of voting needs to be expanded a little bit to uh, include some of the, the local guys, and maybe then things change. I mean, Do you think Watt should that. have been there, Mark, even though he didn't win? Do you he think knew. that it was – okay, shouldn't he have he been probably, there for Cam probably, Hayward? Isn't there a case probably, that he should be there to show up for Hayward because they all seem to know Hayward was going to win the Man of the Year award? Well, what I've learned that everybody knew Hayward was going to win the day before except Hayward. So maybe – DJ already had plans, knew Man, he wasn't going to win. That's a secret to keep. Damn, I wouldn't want that responsibility. <laughs> yeah, he said on this conference call, if you, could, if you heard it today, Cam was really breaking up a little bit, but he said that people were texting him during the show saying, congratulations. He said, I don't know anything about it quite yet. He said he knew when the, the video came on, but Mike Tomlin doesn't show up to uh, awards meetings or awards so- ceremonies just to get his face on TV, and he was – uh, they were informed the day prior, so there was. You know, I just don't think it's a great look, I, Mark. Yeah. I just don't think it's a great look for Watt as a teammate. I'm sure he had good reason. I, Obviously, he had good reason to be yeah. frustrated by his own situation. But like he and Hayward are probably the two leaders of that team, and I just I think it would have looked better if he's there for that. Yeah, I, I'm just saying if he he probably thought Cam was going to get 
screwed again, you know. So he's saying, why are we, am I going to go there? If he knew, I can almost guarantee he was going to be there. But I don't even know where he was. I mean, he's, there was a cryptic picture of well, he, he his was wife in Vegas. somewhere. He was, he's in Vegas. He, was, he do, was in Vegas. He was doing uh, Radio Row stuff. Yeah, he was out there yesterday. I mean, then if that's the case, I mean, I don't know. I, like I said, I don't know what he had to do. He had other responsibilities, and he found out at the last minute that, hey, maybe I should go here. But, yeah, I mean, him and Cam are best of buds. I would like to believe that if he knew he was winning, he would have dropped everything and went. All right, Mark, last one. What's going to be the number one big-ticket item at your Super Bowl party on Sunday? Oh, this is going to be a bad one because my brother, like, literally called me and goes, do you want to make raviolis on Sunday? Come on over. I said, making no, eating yes. But that's the new Super Bowl menu, huh? Making and then consuming raviolis. That is a strange one, Mark. Nothing that, against raviolis, odd. but I don't think a raviolis is a Super Bowl Sunday dish. I just had pizza today. If I tell you, today. if I tell you, you can only have one of these two, and I don't answer this question myself. Everyone knows how I feel about pizza. One of these stays, the other is gone forever, and that means on Super Bowl Sunday too. Wings or pizza? What are you keeping? Ah, oh, pizza. I mean, I love wings. They have to be the right wings, but uh, come on. You can eat pizza seven days a week. Yeah, bad pizzas like sex. It's still pizza. Well, you know, there's some pizza that's also, you know, have car washes that aren't very good. So, what? All right, Mark. We'll leave on that note. Thank you, Mark. We'll talk again <laughs> next week. All right. We'll see you guys. See ya. For the final time in 2023-2024 football season, it is Donnie Football's Mega Matchups, and they are sponsored. The Farmer's Dog. Fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. So this isn't necessarily one-on-one matchups like a particular receiver against a, a corner or like a left tackle against a an all pro edge rusher what we're what we're getting on sunday we have i i, I pick three i mean we, we know what the quarterback matchup is we know which side that favors it's david versus goliath now we are getting two we're getting a great pass rusher on each side at least one we are getting two of the best tight ends in the game and also the guys carrying the football at least most of the time. You have the best in the game, Christian McCaffrey. He just won Offensive Player of the Year. But Isaiah Pacheco has emerged in these playoffs as an animal. Like, he has been on a roll. I I found a tweet from a betting expert a couple of days ago why he's pretty much a lock to be an anytime touchdown scorer. Everybody is always all over McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. McCaffrey's always like minus 300 to score a touchdown. And I think Pacheco is right under even money. He has scored in seven straight games. So he's scored in all the playoff games. He has carried the football uh, 49 more times than any other Chiefs player this this postseason. Like, he has been obviously not as important as Patrick Mahomes or Travis Kelsey, but behind those two guys, it's this kid. And... 
He runs the. I, I I just love the way he runs the did, football. What did somebody say the he way runs his like legs move? One, somebody said he runs like he's trying to bite people. I think was one of the ways people described it. Like a guy le- he runs like, like Sonic the Hedgehog, like leaning out to bite you. Yeah, like we we hear about like angry runs, like what guys look like whenever Najee Harris won yeah, angry run of the year last night. The Congratulations angry runner of the all. year. Maybe that'll justify a nice fifth-year option for him. But when Pacheco is running, it looks like he just wants to drive every single person into the ground and send them six feet under. He does He does have he just has a like very a, entertaining style about him. Yeah, like a different look whenever he runs. That is so satisfying to watch. But So you have him and McCaffrey. I know the edge would go to McCaffrey there just based on the history and, and how good of a player he is, how vital he is to their offense. Yep. Kittle or Kelsey, and then you have Chris Jones and Nick Bosa. So you're asking in, in these situations and how many of them, like, okay, so quarterback Chiefs advantage, yeah. running back 49ers advantage, tight end, I would say Chiefs advantage. You agree so with that, I. Malzi? I would say Chiefs advantage, yeah. Over Kittle? Because it's, well, it's combined with the quarterback. I think Kittle's actually a little more versatile, but Kelsey's just so good. Best defensive player, Bosa or Jones? Uh, I would say Bosa. I'm going to say Jones right now because Bosa has been, like, that whole pass rush has been pretty invisible. Yeah, I feel like for the, the way, playoffs. Like, they've gotten, sw- like, pe- oh, did you see this stat? Penesul, 18 snaps against Bosa where Bosa rushed the passer. Zero pressures. He got swallowed Ooh. up by Penesul. I know that the Bosa has the accolades. He's the he's more of the edge rusher type, and Jones is more of a guy in the middle, interior defensive lineman. He just seems like way more of a disruptor. He's a game wrecker. Especially in this playoff run. Well, he was making big plays against the Bills and the Ravens yeah. that got their defense off the field. And he was great on their Super Bowl run last year. But here's the difference between who the 49ers just played and who they're going to play on Sunday. The Lions offensive line is the best in the league. It is. And their tackles are great. Especially it's Donovan Sewell. Smith from Penn State who's been in the league forever at left tackle. And the walking penalty that is Taylor who jumps. Did you see what Nick Bosa said when they asked him? commits a false start or holding penalty on every play. Did you see what? It seems for the Chiefs at right tackle. Did you see what Nick Bosa said when they asked him, what do you think about Donovan Smith's game? He holds all the time? That's all he said. He holds constantly. I think he's right. I know, but. So I would give Bosa the edge, and then coach, I would say Andy Reid. So in the big ones that Donnie's talking about, I would give Kansas City the edge in three of five. Do you know that in McCaffrey, the way his deal is set up won't change this, although functionally he's making way more money? But we're going on a lengthy streak, it looks like, where especially if Kansas City wins with what Pacheco's actually getting, it'll be the, I don't know, it's like tenth, it's like more than 10th straight year where the winning Super Bowl team, their best running back or leading rusher, accounted for less than 1.5% of their salary cap. If anybody's wondering about the overall importance of running backs in this day and age, at least highly paid ones, mo- many years in a row now, the best teams in the league have had 1.5% or less allocated yeah, to the running Yeah, the Saquon Barkley's and Najee Harris of the world are definitely rooting for the 49ers But I, But Sunday. even the way McCaffrey's deal is set up, it like doesn't ding them very much. So, Donnie, uh, I thought, maybe indirectly here, brought up a good point about the quarterbacks and Mahomes versus Purdy. Mm-hmm. How many Super Bowls would you say were won by teams that clearly in the matchup had the inferior quarterback? Um, well, the Foles, the Foles one comes to mind immediately. Foles for sure against I'm, Brady. I, now hold on, so you guys. One. You guys are already going to get mad at me, but I'll start off. 
Cam Newton was the NFL MVP and Peyton Manning was a shell of himself. That's one. That's, That's another yeah. one. I'm so, I know Peyton is yeah, the I better mean, for, player, yeah, but for the time at the that time, happened, yeah, we're talking. There about, was no question. We're talking who was about better. at the time the game happened. Um, clearly worse. Do we? Russell Wilson at the time was clearly worse than Peyton Manning. So there's yes, three. He was. Matt Ryan was the MVP, but he was going against Brady. Can't use that. Yeah, I'm saying clearly where there was no question. No, I know, I know. Eli Manning when he beat Brady twice. So there's two right there. Um. Mm. Not many of these. Do uh, we? Kerry Collins was better than Trent Dilfer. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I'd say clearly, even though he was, he was. Uh, Brad Johnson was was clearly worse uh, than Rich Gannon. You know what? Brady, the year they won their first You're one, right. was not Kurt against, Warner. Against yeah. Warner, Brady was not Brady yet. So there's there's was El, Elway was not better than Favre. No, nope, their wasn't. first one. That was the whole story there. They finally had a running game to support him, and he took they took the onus off of there's him. There's nine. Uh, Rippin when he beat Jim Kelly, ten. Jeff Hosteller when he beat Kelly, eleven. Mm, Doug, Williams Doug Williams when he beat Elway, twelve. Would you say Phil, Phil Sims, Sims against yeah. Elway, thirteen? Pass on Bears Patriots. There's nothing nothing to be said there. I feel like. Yeah, even if it's, I'm not saying like one guy's slightly better. I'm saying clear advantage over the other. Uh, would you say Washington and the Raiders, Theismann, Plunkett? No. No. I would not. All right. So, I mean, at least going back to the 80s, that's three, that's 13 times in like 40 years. Doesn't happen often. No. But the, So, the last one is Foles against Brady. Where the clearly inferior quarterback won the how game. How many? More to the point, how many since I would say the league really turned into a passing league? Let's just do it as a round number. Twenty ten, starting in twenty ten would be fifth. Uh, no, twenty oh nine would be fifteen seasons till now. So Eli Manning beaten Brady, mm-hmm. Russell Wilton, w- Wilson beaten Manning, Peyton Manning when he's a uh, so four stiff, times, four beaten, times beaten Cam Newton and then, then Foles. Yep. So four times in what amounts to fourteen Super Usually Bowls. Usually, so the best quarterback, you win the game. Mm-hmm.